We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, listen, I want to get right to it. Uh, Mark Pazniokas uh, from CT Mirror joining us here. I'm Brian and Company in WTIC uh, News Talk 1080. Been doing a lot of coverage of the gubernatorial race, and uh, we had about an hour, you know, a lot of news, weather, traffic, and commercials with Bob Stefanowski yesterday. Uh, Paz, good morning. How are you? I am fine, sir. What do you think? I don't know if do you have a chance to listen to the interview from yesterday at all. I can play a clip or two for I did. you. Okay. You know, obviously, I mean, he wouldn't admit it, but he clearly is more aggressive. And I'm wondering, A, if, if you think it's, it's, it'll be effective. Well, you know, I asked him the same question at his press conference in New London, where he talked again about the so-called corruption tax. And he denied it then, as he did yesterday um, with you. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if he sticks to this. Um, it's a natural question you asked and I asked when you see a shakeup of the staff and you see a little bit different emphasis in the messaging. Does this represent a new phase? He says he will continue to talk about the cost of living in Connecticut. And in fact, he has a press conference today at 10 o'clock to talk about affordability. So I'm not sure if it really marks a departure and seeing a much more aggressive Bob Stefanowski. Um, this is not the first time he's tried to make corruption an issue. Uh, back in May, he used the phrase corruption tax, and he made a kind of a startling assertion then he said the corruption tax is the biggest tax in Connecticut. And I asked him, I said, are you saying corruption costs Connecticut taxpayers more than the income tax, more than the sales tax, more than other taxes? And he sort of hedged, said, well, we don't really know. So, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see again what messages develop as we get past Labor Day and campaigns you know, historically uh, pick up their pace. We see more on TV. Not that we haven't seen a lot of TV commercials <laughs> from both, these, both yeah. these gentlemen, as well as the super PACs uh, well, supporting them. I want to ask you, because, you know, I try to tell my, you know, when my, my son accuses me of lying about something, I'm like, well, lying implies intent, right? Corruption implies intent. And so there's a balance between, you know, ineptitude, maybe, and corruption, which is, to me is like intentional, you know, mis, you know, malfeasance. And my question is, I, you know, I don't, I don't know what, what is what, but I mean, clearly, like whether it's what happened in West Haven or there are legitimate questions to be asked about the pier in New London where he was a couple of days ago. And so, and he's brought it up before. Why is in Connecticut, and I've worked in New York and Boston and all of these different places, they seem less interested in this stuff. Well, I mean, we've certainly had corruption scandals. We had a, uh, a former governor go to prison uh, twice, in fact. Um, yeah, but to your point... But none of this stuff is, seems to be sticking, is, I guess. Well, my because there has been no specific disclosure that people say, aha, that is corruption, versus 
okay, there's a cost overrun. You asked that question yesterday. We asked it last week. How do you different? How do you make the claim that this is corruption? And he does not have anything to back that up, other than the very real fact: the FBI is looking at it. That is true. Um, so stay tuned. You know, we'll see what that develops. But he's making a pretty broad claim off of a narrow set of circumstances. Um, West Haven, I think people can reasonably say that's corruption. There have been guilty pleas. There are pending criminal charges against a former state lawmaker who also worked for City Hall. So I think, you know, that's that's a fair claim. We're talking with Mark Pazniok, sorry, from ctmirror.org. Did you want to finish that point? No, yeah, but as the states here, it's a little bit harder. And in fact, yesterday, he said, he backed off a little bit. He said, you know, the quote here is in front of me. I don't know whether it's fraud or incompetence, but either way, somebody has to be held accountable. Well, saying people have to be held accountable for the management of the state peer reconstruction, again, that's a, that's a very fair assertion for a candidate to make. Yep. Um, and, it's a, and it's a good issue for Bob Stefanowski to bring in um, when he debates Governor Lamont. But that's a far cry from proof of corruption. Right. Um, there has been one former state employee that we know, based on public records, um, is being looked at by the FBI, and that's Casa Diamantis, who was a former state budget official who also oversaw uh, school construction contracts. So, yes, that is being looked at. That is something the press has looked at. But Bob Stefanowski hasn't got traction on this because there hasn't been, you know, these things need fuel, right? You need more disclosures. With, with the Roland scandal, in 2003 into 2004, when he resigned in 2005, when he pled guilty to a, a federal corruption charge, there were a string of things that the press uncovered and uh, investigators uncovered that, that fed that. So far, we don't have that in, in the state peer or the school construction stuff. You know, the Mirror, other publications have looked at it. The New London Day is certainly looked at what's going on at the pier in New London. But, you know, I think Stefanowski has tried to be as aggressive as he can, but he, I think he knows you have to be careful if you go too far. Do voters in Connecticut believe the governor is actually corrupt, or is it a question of was there insufficient oversight? And those are two very different things. You know, sure. Stefanowski kind of conflates them, but I, I'm not sure voters will do so as well. Yeah, and he, well, he tries to point out if there's a pattern of this, then at some point there needs to be responsibility at the top. We're talking with Mark Pazniokas from ctmirror.org here on Brian and Company. You know, there's not a lot of polling, and I, I, I get the sense that there's money being spent on internal polling because it just seems like there is. And do you get a sense of whether this race is going to be close or not. I mean, it's on the one side, you have a lot of these stories that, that, that Mr. Stefanowski is bringing up. But on the other side, you, even if you can't take full credit for it, you have a balanced budget and a surplus and, and some high real estate values. Well, so you're getting to, you know, what they used to describe as criminology back in the day when there's the Soviet Union, you're trying to figure out what's really going on. <laughs> yeah. It's very frustrating. The lack of public polling. I can't, um, it drives me crazy. 
Yeah, the last one was was Quinnipiac in May. And, you know, polling is very helpful to reporters to sort of use them to judge what you're hearing from voters, what you're hearing from candidates. Um, The, you know, Stefanowski says his internal polling shows him within striking distance of the governor. The governor's, when you talk to their folks, they seem pretty confident right now. And the last public polling was Lamont with an eight-point lead. Connecticut gubernatorial elections tend to be competitive. That's, you know, it's a blue state, but gubernatorial races are a little bit different. And, you know, that's certainly been the case since Dan Malloy won an incredibly close race in 2010, um, slightly, you know, easier re-election in 2014, but still a very competitive race. Ned Lamont won by three percentage points four years ago. So, uh, you know, I, I think the bottom line is this, is and will be treated as a competitive race. Both candidates have sufficient resources to press their case, and there's certainly enough outside money being spent. Um, you know, the Democratic Governors Association has yep. a super PAC, and then there are at least three significant super PACs supporting Bob Stefanowski. Right. We got to run. Unfortunately, I mean, I wish we had more time. Mark Pazniokos, CT Miro. As always, we really appreciate the insight and the time, Paz. Brian, thanks for having me. All right, be well. Uh, Mark Pazniokas. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.